Hello, this is Dancing Bear, your autistic prince, the people's chosen, the voice of the voice, voiceless, Lancashire's favourite prince, the Sigma male, and your ever faithful servant. And I'm just Tom, the other guy. <laughs> oh, that was a beautiful crack there, wasn't it? Yeah. That, that was like proper. Mm. Anyway, before we begin... Listeners, from the sound of that can opening, can you guess what drink this is? <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Guess koalas favorite beverage. It's not my favorite. Can't fucking stand it. But it's sugary, and I like it. <laughs> anyway, before we begin an episode, happy... we're in a new decade. We're people. in a new decade. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We have a what is it? A disclaimer. Uh, we want to talk about uh, some of our listeners may have noticed certain comments on yes. YouTube. Um, unfortunately, there's an elephant in the room here. Um, it turned out, without going into too much detail, that we have, for a brief small period, been hacked. We did, and yes. someone has left used um it for personal reasons to make comments. Yes, on certain things, and also try and give us a bad name on Twitter. It's all sorted now, and. We've spoke to this person, and we don't mean them any harm. They don't mean us any more harm. No. So we're going to leave it at that it, for it, now. So for those, all I will say is if any of our listeners was in any way offended by the distasteful comments, please forgive us, and please forgive the person who made the comments. I'm, yes. We're not going to mention who it was, but yes, safe to say we got hacked. So there was an elephant in the room. I couldn't just... I'm not that no. type of person to just And that's all it. we're going to say on it. Absolutely. Anyway, this is our first podcast of 2020. And I know I previously said on my Happy New Year video, that was sideways, um, what a decade it was. Yes. And... Can I just the Happy New Year video, which... I had no saying, was not told about going up. I did and say. The, the one I? video I'm in, and you can't bloody dress yourself. <laughs> or that I'm not in, and you can't dress. You just there, like your shirt comes open. You're in a bathroom for fuck's sake doing yeah, it. Because I got out of the shower. This so. is why you need me. <laughs> this is why you need my creative input. <laughs> hey, it was just Happy New Year, so and it were becoming obvious that um... should have sent you back to the fucking circus. <laughs> sent you back to get my motivational stick out. <laughs> get my <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? That means I got a cattle prod for Christmas, a shot. <laughs> fuck's sake. Anyway, for those who may not know, Doctor Who made a return on New it Year's did. Day, speaking of New Year's. For those who are massively into Doctor Who and not, not necessarily watched the latest episode, please skip a good five or ten minutes because we are now going into... Spoiler territory. What do you think of the episode? It were right good. It were right good. I'm not going to lie to you. This is the first episode in a very, very long time that I'm excited, genuinely excited to see what happens next. I haven't, to put it in terms of basicness, which I haven't watched Doctor Who since two Doctors ago. I watched some of Matt Smith. I watched a small bit of Peter Capaldi, and I watched the first episode of Jodie Whittaker. And this is the first time in a long time that I'm I'm quite excited for it. Yeah, it was good. Same. It was it was like watching a movie with twists and turns, and they'd done it well with the spycraft and the Lenny Henry. Lenny Henry, yes, was not the character I thought he was going to be. I thought he'd be a good guy, and then yeah. Stephen Fry turned up, and all and just stuff that 
the doctor didn't expect. Yeah. And it was looking back now, the moment any time the doctor doesn't understand what he's dealing with, there can be only one enemy that this means. Yes. Oh. Should oh. We be, the, 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 oh. <laughs> the so I chose that name. The return of, of the, the master. master. Yeah. Right, I'd say I'm gonna be honest with you now. I am in the nicest way possible, pleasantly surprised. Because the master was only in it a season and a half ago. Because for those who were massively massively into Doctor Who will know what I'm referring to. There was a big episode, one of Peter Capaldi's uh, second to last episode, I believe it was, where the master met Missy. You know how the Doctor was always, on several occasions met his past incarnations? Mm. Well, this was the first time the, there were two masters, as it were. So that it was quite interesting, the... Uh, I thought it was a really good episode. It was interesting to see John Sims' master meet Michelle Gomez's missy. And because I think they had great chemistry, but because it was such a good episode and the way they ended that episode, I honestly believe we we would not see the master for a significant amount of time. So you can understand my nice surprise that the master's returned quite quickly. Mm. But is this going to be another one of those trends where the Doctor has so many other enemies? Yeah. Yet they're just going to keep finding some way to throw the master in there. I think he's good, far and few between, or as a villain overarching like a Moriarty, not yeah. like a here is Batman throwing the Joker. Do you not reckon that's why it's quite clever, though, that the master's returned so quickly? Is because people didn't anticipate him to it was, return for right, so, so long. Right, so I watched the episode. Do you know what I'm getting and at? And then I, I took to Twitter and I had a look around, and all I saw on this the Doctor Who and I didn't actually get to the end of the episode yet was oh my god that twist that twist oh my god Doctor Who oh I'm excited you did the same oh it was amazing (laughs) and I was like I wonder what these people are on about because this episode yeah it's good but ain't like amazing amazing but it was good yeah and I'm sat there, I'm like, I don't see the twist coming. Oh, look, they found this guy and then right at the end so oh my god (laughs) which means I immediately messaged you yes you did and you hadn't actually watched it yet because you recorded you it and we're going to watch it, it later. I did, yeah, you did. And then I messaged another friend who I know listens and then he immediately took to um, iTunes. Yeah. So I think I heard somewhere that this Doctor Who had some of the lowest ratings of all time for Doctor Who. Yeah. it's. And I think it's because most fans like myself, we've fallen out of it and we watch it later on record or catch up or something. I think as well, I think, yeah, there is that. You've got to put into consideration the modern setting. People don't watch live TV. No, they don't. But I also think Doctor Who, and I'm, I hate to say this because I feel like all I ever do is bash Stephen Moffat on this podcast, but we, I have to be honest with you, his stories were quite convoluted. Uh, not, all, I'm not saying he was a bad writer, but a lot no. of his stories for Doctor Who was convoluted. See, and I, fe- we, I we've feel he alienated a lot of his audience. We have mentioned that before with Stephen Moffat. Yeah. He was good in short bursts. The weird episodes in the middle of Doctor Who every now and then were great. When he took over and did a whole series, you've got a whole series of weird episodes. It didn't work. When he moves on to something like Sherlock and does like a series of what, three to six episodes? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Because he basically just makes two movies. Yeah, absolutely agree. Stephen Moffat. Who's the other writer? Before Stephen Moffat or Mm. after? After. Chris Chibnall. The one who's currently writing for Doctor Who now, Chris Chibnall. What do you think of him? Has he cut his teeth on Doctor Who well enough? (sighs) And am am I quiet or loud? I do not know. 
Right, in order to answer this question and give you an honest answer... We're going to have to go back to my childhood. <laughs> I started life. <laughs> I enjoy Chris Chibnall's vision of what Doctor Who is more than I ever, probably ever will Stephen Moffat's. If you want me to be really on, And that's not me knocking Stephen Moffat because, let's be honest, Stephen Moffat is an exceptionally talented writer. I just personally didn't enjoy his vision of he, what Doctor He's one Who of the writers where he's an exceptionally talented writer, but if you've got a nice sandwich, a nice ham and cheese sandwich, yeah. you don't go putting fucking chocolate sauce in there. The no. chocolate stays with its own kind. <laughs> Keep my chocolate. Out of my ham and cheese sandwich. I don't know where I'm going with this analogy. In other words, I think what you're trying Stephen to say Moffitt is sweet is the and, chocolate. I think what you're trying to say is sweet and savoury doesn't always go well together. No. Yeah, I think that's what you're but trying to say. But bacon on pancakes do. Does it? Yeah, I like. I've not, I, I like, ever tried. I like it. hash browns with syrup. I've got no. <laughs> I've got. I Just don't try know it next time you go to McDonald's. Get McDonald's breakfast. You get the hash browns. Get some syrup. Dip them in. They actually taste half edible. Oh, well, I'll have to give it a try, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, going back into the conversation a little bit. Um, no, if you want me to be honest with you, I never really liked Stephen Moffat's vision of what Doctor Who was. Like, me and him have very different ideas mm. of what Doctor Who is, of Doctor, what it represents as a TV show. But, end of the day, I, I'm clear, in a lot of ways, I'm clearly in the minority. A lot of people enjoyed Stephen Moffat's Doctor Who. I like, just one of those was Stephen Moffat in charge of that series between five and seven that doesn't exist? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, for those that don't know, a lot of fans don't consider season six of Doctor Who canon. I didn't know there was a season six, was there? I think it's like five and a half. Oh, right. uh, I thought it was just season five, then it, for some weird way. Oh, you mean like Star Wars seven. did, started at yeah. four? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think there's ever been a season six of Doctor Who. It's really weird. I remember thinking at the time, how bizarre. They just completely missed six out. Yeah. Um, I mean, expect- I mean, they do say that your brain can block certain things because of trauma. So maybe you watched it and your brain just blocked it out. I can't remember. I really don't know. You, you, you'll have to tell me. Was there, was there season six? I, like, I remember being a year without No Dogs through And I was thinking, well, that's quite odd. And then season seven just come out of nowhere. And he said do you know it was what's, season seven what's weird about now is... You can't... If if it's more than a year without Doctor Who, everyone starts going a bit, where's Doctor... Where is it? Where is it? Yeah. You go back 20 years, no one had a fucking clue what it was, really, except for the old fans. Yeah, Because it had a exactly. long hiatus. Yeah. So everyone that thinks Doctor Who has always been around in British culture... No, it had a reboot in, what, 205? I could tell you my first ever exposure to uh, Doctor Who. Do you want me to go there? We are not going into fan fiction territory. No, no. That's something... <laughs> Way dirtier than you thought. No. um, I remember Doctor Who being this... I didn't even perceive it as an old show. It was an old show. But it was always... It was a show everyone else talked about, but I always seemed to miss it. This was way before Doctor Who even returned Mm. on our TV screens. And every time my mum would put it on, it would end in a cliffhanger. (laughs) And I never got the... Doctor Who was was, um, notoriously known friending in a cliffhanger, and basically, I'd always ever catch the last three minutes of an episode, so that was weird. So, yeah, and Koala's just turned his face. and Because I, I, was, I, was, I was going to say, I wonder if you got the fir- my first experience with Doctor Who, and that is the movie... Uh, with Paul McGann? 
No. Peter Cushing movies? Peter Cushing movies with the Dalek. I've got them Yes, yeah. where the same guy is in it who also kills David Tennant. Yeah. Because he's a bastard. <laughs> oh, what is his name? What's his name? Oh, I, know I can't exactly remember, but he, he is yeah. an exceptional actor. Yeah, he's a good actor. He is a good actor. I know exactly. He um, played Donna's grandfather, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, I do like. Did you ever, uh, in the newest episode that aired on New Year's, Spyfall? Yeah. Which is obviously a play on Doctor on James Bond, another British icon. Um, did you... I've I've mentioned it to you. Did you notice a throwaway line about the continuity? The in in Spyfall, mm. the unit and torch will comment. I, I I noticed that. Uh, yeah, apparently that's uh, possible that Torchwood is coming back. Yes, because I, I believe Stephen so. Fry is head of a uh, an organization. He's head of MI6. That's yeah. not a spoiler. And um, oh yeah, Stephen Fry's in it. Stephen Fry's <laughs> head of MI6. <laughs> yeah. And you know, but it's something like we don't really look for aliens. That's Torchwood and Unit, and the Doctor yeah. says they're both gone. Yeah. Why wouldn't it, he not know that? So apparently, the the theory is that Torchwood is still very much around. They've just the Doctor don't know about him, same as Unit. But no, the throwaway line is when this character O is stood with Bradley Walsh or sat with Bradley Walsh. Yeah. He looks at a shelf, and it's a, a quote written about Doctor Who's continuity and plot holes because... A lot of contradictions there, there, you were talking about. There, the, there's, it, in a show as old as this, there is continuity errors and plot holes, and a quote is something like, I've got a whole shelf over there of information on the Doctor. A lot of inconsistencies, but it's still very fun. Oh, no. Is your phone going off, Koala? think it is isn't it it, it is i'm in trouble now <laughs> yes but, uh, yeah i can't say i think my phone's on so just yeah to be yeah unsafe, pull, it, so pull it on silent I'm otherwise gonna... i'll rant at you again no it's right i'll switch it off entirely i'm not um, expecting any phone calls so anyway we were talking about stephen moffat briefly there for a yeah, second yeah he is um, he, he's an acquired taste of doctor who but he's... when it comes to shows like sherlock we've said pretty good what do you think about this new dracula he's written with who's the other writer now, he writes it with um Mark Gatiss. And what did my Mark Gatiss... My fucking hero. Never, never heard of the man. What did he Get write? Get out. Get out. <laughs> You've never heard of Mark Gatiss. Of course you have. He played Mycroft in Sherlock. Oh! That's him. That's him. Of course. Sexy bastard. Sexy bastard, honestly. No, he's a fucking genius, mate. What? You can't call Mark Gatiss a sexy bastard. He's a sexy bastard, mate. He's darling. He's what? He's darling. He's darling. Darling. Oh, no, that ain't him. From Blackadder. That's not him. They look alike, but that's not him. Are you sure? Look it up just to be able to say um, that. I, I, could I, be wrong, I will believe you. But I don't think that's him. No, the actor who played Darling, bit of useless information. He was also in Kate Bushy's music video, This Woman's Work. But they're not the same person. They look alike, though. But, so yeah, they do look one. alike. Um, yeah. No, I like. He's done some Doc 2 episodes as well, hasn't he? He's, he's written, some... he's starred. He was in The Lazarus Experiment. Which one? That was, was that? him. Um, the one where the man is, I am 65 years old, you know, and he turns himself into a young man. Yeah. That's him, Mark Smart Gators. He's my fucking hero, to be honest with you. Oh, sure. He was in Game of Thrones. He was. He played the Iron, uh, the Iron Bank of Ravos. I think it was called Tytos, Tycho, something like that along mm. them lines. So there you are. That's what other people know him from. Yeah. And... In Sherlock, he's my grandpa. I, I, I knew, I know for a fact, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but I, part, I partially know I'm not, the project of Dracula that he worked with Stephen Moffat, this was talked about for five 
nearly well between five and ten years because yeah, they're huge fans of Dracula. The, the problem with Dracula is BBC has tried to make a Dracula show so many times, haven't they? Yeah. I can think of at least three that have come on and failed or straight to TV movies or two-part movies. And they've all been, let's face it, kind of really shit. Yes, I, I think right. they have. I love Dracula. I love yeah. the character Dracula. I love the characterization. I love the original book. And when people are, oh, who's your favourite Dracula? Uh, it's Gary Oldman. There's To me, there is one Dracula movie. Yeah. And it's a 1994 Dracula. If you've never seen it, it's fucking brilliant. Have you ever seen it? Um, it's Keanu, no, I don't think Keanu I Reeves you plays a British person. But that's, I bet he can pull off British accent No, he, he really well. can't. Can he not? No, but he <laughs> plays Jonathan Harker. Really? Mm. Interesting. Um... But yeah, no, uh, it's it's it is a really good movie. But anyway, Dracula. Yeah. What do you think about the direction they've gone with it? Clever. I mean, this is the thing, right? This is I know I don't mean to go back in the conversation, you know. But even though right, this is the thing people misinterpret with me, is even though I don't appreciate Moffat's vision of Doctor Who, I loved his work in Sherlock. How he adapted it into a modern day climate, mm. and I think he's the best man that could have ever sort of made Dracula, written Dracula. He's a very intelligent man, and I liked how he doesn't reveal all in the first ten minutes of the story. It's how these plot twists unfold around the characters. He's very clever at doing that. So I enjoy, I enjoy his work. I enjoy Dracula. I've only watched... I'm only two episodes into it. Same. So... Have you... I said when I walked in, I actually, you know... Do talk outside of the podcast to him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he doesn't. He just walks out yeah. and I don't see him for another All right, week. dickhead. Right. Um... <laughs> Actually, you were talking talk to me, mum. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you think, because of what's happened with how popular Lucifer is, yeah. they've taken how Lucifer looks... And acts, and they've sort of implanted that into this new incarnation of Dracula. Well, nothing's original for long, is it? I mean, no. to say it's probably they've probably got uh, some ideas and gone for that certain look. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, no, it wouldn't surprise me if they did. Wouldn't part surprise part me. of the way he acts and things like that. Yeah. But I did like the way they've set it up. So, for those that don't know, Dracula is a vampire. Spoiler alert. Get um, out of here, is it? No, seriously. <laughs> um. But the way they've done it is the the for those that think they know all. If you go and read the book, all the book is is just diary entries. Right. A lot of it is diary entries from my memory, anyway. Oh, okay. Um. So the way they've done the episodes is quite yeah. good. So the first episode is Jonathan Harker, a main character in it, telling a story to two nuns, and then about I'd say half an hour from the ending, revelations come out and it kicks off, and the episode starts in the present. Right. The second episode, for some reason... Spoiler a, alert. <laughs> a similar thing is happening, isn't it? Yeah. With Dracula and another character. And then the character stands up, takes a step back and goes, how did I get here? Yeah. And then the episode unravels. Yes. Very Stephen Moffat's right, because if you look at the chemistry and the format of the Dracula episode, it's funny because you said the character's very similar to Lucifer. Yeah, with the jokes, but at the the same point... The formula of the episode is very Sherlock. Do you not reckon? Yeah, it is. 
Um, it's very Moffat writing. You can tell it's Stephen Moffat. The character... Right, so one thing I noticed as a... Um, I may not be that much of an eagle-eyed fan when it came to the Doctor Who references, which... Yeah. Do you want to talk about them? I'll let you, because you seem to know more about the references than I do. I spotted the ref- one reference. So there's one reference in the first episode that Stephen Moffat put in, or maybe some people are trying to say this alludes to Doctor Who and Dracula in the same world, which yeah. I think, no, it's just a throwaway Easter egg there for little fans. Yeah, Basically, little fans. <laughs> character uh, Clara Oswin Oswald, Yeah. Uh, there is an episode where... She is a barmaid in a Victorian pub called The Crown and something. And they yeah. mention her right at the start um, when uh, Jonathan Harker's betrothed, Wilhelmina, yeah. uh, is talking to him in a letter about everyone else she'd bang if he went missing. <laughs> um, pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. She lists like a hundred people, don't she? <laughs> yeah. um, there's that. There are a few other... Little things, uh, not Doctor Who related, but Dracula related for the continuity and paying, I wouldn't say Easter egg, I'd say more homage. Yeah. Sounds like a yogurt, doesn't it? Or have a homage, please. Please introduce koalas, homage. <laughs> um, when he starts getting younger, yeah. did you notice I these did. particular things I'm talking about? Yes, I do. I do. If, I think, so, if, you, if you're going where I think you're going when with When you first see him, he's like... So the very first time you see the character Jonathan Harker, he looks like Nosferatu, the original vampire movie. Yeah. Right. You first see Dracula, he's a haggard old man. Yeah. And he looks kind of similar to Christopher Lambert. Yeah. uh, From Highlander when he's an old man. Then he gets slightly younger, Dracula, and he looks like uh, another actor who's played Dracula that I can't remember. Christopher Lee. No, then he turns into Christopher yeah, Lee, I the Christopher. and then he turns into uh, this modern incarnation, Dracula. Yeah. So basically, they do it so he's they do his makeup and hair and everything, so he looks like all the different stages stages of Dracula that we all know. Oh, go on! I was going to pick your phone up. No, it's my phone. You I've got it. a new phone, by the way. I've, yeah, I was no, thinking, it's... I don't think I've ever seen this phone. What model um, is it? It's uh, Sony cheap because I can't be asked spending loads of money. Oh, on I both. thought Santa got it for Christmas. I thought it uh, was a good buy. Sony Xperia. I just kind of like the Sony phones. Xperia. I like the word. Xperia. Xperia. Yeah, so... doesn't mean anything, but it sort of does. I, I, I don't know. Xperia. It, it's like a dyslexic... Try using that in conversation, experience. I'd use it quite a lot because it's yeah. like a dyslexic person trying to spell experience. Yeah. <laughs> Did you really just say Yeah. <laughs> Xperia. But anyway. Yeah, so they, they do... They age him up but pay little homages. And... They do. Very cleverly done. It is. Um, it is very cleverly um, done. And the twist on Van Helsing. Don't yeah. spoil it. But the twist on Van Helsing. Oh, how did you did. feel? Um, it was a twist. It surprised me. Personally, not a direction I'd personally go. They, I think I've accidentally spoiled yes, it. Yes, but I think they you have. were quite a badass. Yes, there is it a, was. there is a, a. Some of the nuns were quite funny as well. I felt. Do you know what? When I, f- gone. Like, Why are you not right, looking for at those me? Those who haven't watched Dracula, just skip about ten minutes. We've spoiled enough anyway, yeah. so the damage is already done. Um. 
I, I, I remember watching the first Dracula. I think I would just got off the phone to you because I thought, because I said to you, didn't I, I'm going to watch Dracula because mm. you was advising me to watch it. I was that engrossed in it. Right, I'm going to ask you an honest question now. Did you feel bad for the nuns? Like, honestly, be honest hey, with me. Hey, I have none of that. <laughs> none of that. I... Go on, did you feel bad for the nuns? I did, but right now, at the same point, the characterization of Dracula has been done so many times over the year. We've had the, we've had the the man that's basically just evil, yeah, about as much personality as a house brick. Yeah, we've had the uh, Dracula Untold movie, which loads of people hated, and I kind of liked. Right, yeah. We've had all sorts of incarnations. Like my favorite anime is Helsing. Yeah, if you've never seen that, it's a fucking brilliant anime. Helsing Ultimate. It's uh, Dracula in one day. Right. But he goes under the name Alucard, which is Dracula flipped backwards. Fucking hell. Um, and he's in service to the Helsing family. It's good. Oh, I'll have to lend you. There's ten episodes that are like an hour long. Bloody hell. It is really good. All right. Um, but the characterization in this Dracula now... What do you think of him? Because let me just say this. At first I thought... He's a nicest man, yeah. like nice-ish man. Then I thought he's a bit of a dick and a monster. Do you know what one word I, 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 I comes to my mind? That people, mm. I don't, I haven't had that many people describe him. He's scurvy. He is menacing. He, he is. is scurvy. He's sympathetic as well, though. Yes, he is, isn't he? He he does. It's quite an added dimension to the character where they, you can sort of see he feels bad for his victims, but he still makes them victims anyway because he's a vampire. You can't help it. He yeah. does what he does. But at the so. same point, like, I, I was a bit taken back with episode two. Yeah. The mirror. The girl. Yeah. Basically, it's... what happens is a character... Well, he's a vampire. You know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, He's 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 at first tries to sort of almost seduce this character. Yeah. Um and he's done many horrible things by this point that we've seen. Right, um, yeah. And then he sort of takes a step back and he just blurts out because this girl, youngish character, she's on about going to America and getting married and having children and a wonderful life and he goes, well, That's a shame because I'm a vampire. She's taken back. She's yeah. like, What? Yeah. And then he, he points at a barrel of water. And he's got some sort of ability and he shows her what her life could have been. Yeah. And he says, I'm, I just felt like you you should get to see what life could have been. Yeah. Which is quite a weird <laughs> characterization. Almost, it's the moment she mentions children. And then I realised in episode one, he was on about trying to breed because he's the only one. Yeah. And they yeah, talk about, in the show, it? they talk about all the other vampires that have existed have gone mad. Yeah. Have just, they're just beasts, and he yeah. somehow kept his intelligence. Yeah. So now I realise that Stephen Moffat, Stephen Moffat has accidentally written the master. Yeah. He's a lonely monster. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Definitely. I can... He'd, he would make a good master, wouldn't he? Mm. I mean, to say, however... What do you think of the choice of actor they have chosen to play the current master? I like. To did you enjoy thoughts. him in uh, Dracula? I did as did, well. He played. Was, yeah. The, yeah, he was it a doctor. He yeah. was a doctor, wasn't a he? Yeah, scientist slash doctor. 
Doctor slash that. But no, yes, I did. I, I, did I thought it was an all right choice. Let's let's see how he cuts his teeth, so to say. Yeah, that's not a Dracula <laughs> reference. That's <laughs> just like. Um, yeah. But yeah, what did you think of the whole? Um, moving on. The whole. Oh, what am I trying to say? I can't words today. Mandalorian and Witcher. Because you've seen The Mandalorian, I've seen The Witcher. My mum put tried, sorry to cut you off there. My mum fucking, excuse me, friend, tried to drop me in it. You've seen The Witch with me. No, I haven't, mum. No, that was my dad. No. <laughs> but no, I haven't seen any of The Witcher yet. I do intend on doing that. I've seen all of Mandalorian. Yeah, so that's, that's where it's weird. So the two biggest shows of the day. Yeah. You've seen The Mandalorian, but not The Witcher. I've seen The Witcher, but not The Mandalorian. Right. I've seen the first two or three episodes of Mandalorian. Good show. It is a good show, Mandalorian, I'm obviously referring to. It, um, I think it's the beginning of the end, though. Now that, if I were Nostradamus, is a, a prediction. and Yeah, but it's the beginning of the end for this show. However, now everyone is really excited for all these other Star Wars Disney mm. Plus shows. We've got an Obi-Wan show. Yeah. With, uh, who played Obi-Wan? Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. So we've got an Obi-Wan show starring Ewan McGregor. He's reprising his role for it. This could be good. Although personally, I've always thought that Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan, it's it's a bit of a he's like a wet paper bag. How um, dare you? Honestly, do you believe that? In in the first first movie, yeah. Second movie, I started to like him. Third movie, well, yeah, he's all right. But I do I do like Star Wars. Yeah, there's there's no denying Star it. Trip, I man. like I like all six Star Wars movies. They are great. All <laughs> six. <laughs> Sorry, there's seven Rogue One, obviously. Yeah. I, I forgot about that. <laughs> but yeah, I like all seven of the Star Wars movies. <laughs> yeah, they are good, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> all, all seven Star Wars movies. And I'm only saying seven because I am including Rogue One because to me... Rogue was, One's good. That that was good. Yeah. And I did enjoy the ending. And I also love... Uh, Ending's the, amazing. The guy that voices the robot. It's a right sassy bastard. Yeah, uh, I know what you mean. Is it is, is the character not BB-1? Uh, what's the character called? I know who the actor is, but what's the uh, name of the character? I can't remember. What's the actor's but I can name? See it's, his... it's, a, it's a weird actor name. I can't remember it. But uh, anyway, yes. Yeah. He was the pilot in Firefly. Yeah. Um, yes, he was. Did you, enjoy, did you watch, ever watch Firefly? Yes, I did. Did you enjoy it? It's overrated. It's overrated? Yes. I tried getting into it. I couldn't. I, I, don't get me wrong. I love it. I love the idea. Mm. And basically, that is why the Mandalorian, a lot of people are drawn to it. Like it or not, it's it's a western in space, same as Firefly. Yeah, no, I can, I, I, yeah. I can, I can, yeah, not, I can well, see the co- before co- everyone shouts me. I'm not saying the Mandalorian and Firefly are the same. I'm just saying they've got they're very, in the same universe. I'm, no, I'm just saying they've got very thematic elements. Yeah, I'm not absolutely. saying they're the same show or stuff like that because yeah, fair enough. But no, it's a Firefly. Couldn't get into. Have you watched any more Firescape? You're so yeah. There are. Um, there were quite a few Disney Plus shows coming out. Everyone's excited for the Marvel ones. Yes. Uh, everyone's excited for the Star Wars ones. Yes. Um, maybe one day I might actually buy a subscription. Instead of, uh, and I think everyone else, maybe they'll buy a subscription. Or maybe <laughs> everyone will still go, you know what? We already pay for Netflix and Amazon. Uh, we just find it online somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people do that. Here's, here's something you. I am looking forward to. Go on. This nerd news for you. 
you know the Amazon show Man in a High Castle? Man I in the High Castle. I've never sat and watched but it. You've, I know it. I know it. it. Yes. I know a lot about the, it, actually. I but... haven't actually watched it, but the I know what it's about and everything. Mm. The writer of that show and the showrunner are actually doing yeah. a series set in the Warhammer 40k universe. Interesting. That's this... pretty, he's pretty interesting. And the, the sci-fi of Warhammer 40k is very... There are demons, there are things like... There's psychic powers, the universe is fucked, all the architecture is very gothic, humans are quite downtrodden, like, it's it's an imperium. You're in the army or you're shit. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> wow, so... So, ooh. yeah... Are you, you you seem quite I'm quite looking forward about to it, it yeah. to be honest yeah because what how well do you reckon the Lord of the Rings will be like it sounds to me like is it Netflix a, a budget like, I think it's Amazon budget? Is it it's Amazon a, yeah they've got a huge budget but Netflix are, or Amazon one of the two mm. they've they've been buying up rights for all sorts of um, fantasy and sci-fi book series like um, is it Wheel of Time I think so yeah, yeah. there's like Wheel of Time or something series, there's all sorts coming out. So I think the next 10 years could be really, really big mm. for fantasy. Well, that's quite interesting because I wanted to do some of that, uh, to be brutally honest with you. You know, because we, we, you know, we've talked about the tens, you know, in terms of ner- nerd culture, you know, the, the tens decade as a whole. We saw a very, you know, Doctor Who as a franchise, as a show, enjoy a very turbulent relationship with its audience. We saw technically the rise and fall of a franchise, as I previously stated in Game of Thrones. And the rise, the skyrocketing of Marvel. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And Marvel just dominating this. The, uh... The movie, fra- the movie franchise, yeah, the, mo- yeah, the box so, office, the, yeah, absolutely, and they have just pretty much cornered, haven't they? Uh, cinematography, really, haven't they? In that sense, so flip it on its head a little bit. What do you predict the twenties decade will have in store for us? You mean the Roaring Twenties? The Roaring Twenties. Shall we yeah. bring back the Charleston? And depression, the Great Depression, <laughs> and let's, the Prohibition. <laughs> yeah, let's let's start. Oh God, no! The world would riot. The world would. Well, I know this isn't ex- ex- especially nerd, but this country they are going to ban rolling tobacco. So, and there are, there has been speculation that it'll it'll be very similar in uh, in traits wise to the Prohibition of the twenties. And the reason why people are saying that is because what happened when alcohol was banned, people went to illegal sources. That's exactly what's going to happen, personally speaking, if they ban tobacco in this country. I and think. in these days, they can't stop it. No, of course they can't. But anyway, enough about that. Yes, well, what's your predictions uh, of the 20s? Right, so the past 10 years, what would you say they were dominated with? Marvel superhero. Yeah. That was definitely the decade of the superheroes. Yes. I think this one will be fantasy. You got The Witcher, weird, all sorts of shows trying to bank on that. Game of Thrones is gone. Let's replace it with something else. And I think everyone in their mind is that the mentality? Would you say at this moment in time to to fill in the void that Game of Thrones has left? Quite frankly, I have heard. I will say this: I have heard nothing but good things about The Witcher. Speaking of fantasy writers, 
Let's talk a little bit more about what a certain J.K. Rowling has said for uh, recently. How tweeted. about we talk about Jean Favreau? Favre? I can't pronounce his Who, name. Who's that? I, I, he I is see the, the writer of The Mandalorian. Yes. And Iron Man. Yes. So basically, one writer. And a, yeah. One writer has brought Star Wars back to life. Started yeah. the MCU. Yes. There's there's many other things this man's done, and I think he just needs some uh, some love. So yeah. So shout out to. However the fuck you pronounce that name. Look, I, do you know what? I'm gonna put myself in the in the limelight. Yeah, I'm not even going to try with that. John, and I'll, I'll tell you what, listeners, I if, will if say... If I heard the name, I'd be how able to say spelled. it. The last name is spelled F-A-V-R-E-A-U. That's John Ferreo. No, I don't, I'm not even going to try and pronounce that. Basically, he's the dude that plays Happy Hogan in yes. all the Marvel movies. He's got a really common, easy pr- to pronounce name. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember it, and I'm, I yes. don't read so good, yeah. peoples. I don't read so good. <laughs> but yeah, no. Just shout out to him because whatever that man Absolutely. touches turns into absolute fucking gold. Absolutely. Everyone so. was pissed off at Star Wars. He touches it. Mandalorian. We get Baby Yoda. Shout out to John. Last name I can't pronounce. But I've mm. spelt it out. So please co- uh, put a comment in the comment section how you pronounce it. I would really appreciate it. Anyway, we were like. going to talk about some like overhyped pedestal put on bitch that thinks she's everything <laughs> and everyone in the world fucking loves, right? Miss J.K. Rowling With all recently... the writing capabilities of a 14-year-old. Has recently got herself in hot water. Shall I delve into this or shall you? Once she more ma- onto the breach, breach dear koala. Who's, who's gonna... She made a tweet that a lot of people have taken quite badly, but in reading it myself, I don't think she meant it in a mean way. To give her credit... I don't think that's what she meant. It's just how people have taken it. Okay. Okay. Now, Koala and. I mean, the don't rest get me wrong. Listeners. As a writer, she's constantly yeah. retconning her own world, yeah. changing things, yeah. going back and saying this never happened yeah. when it clearly did, forgetting stuff she's written, all this sort of stuff. But this, this personally, what she's in trouble for, she basically made a tweet and people are saying she's transphobic. And loads of people have got on her case. And reading the tweet myself, I think she just worded what she was trying to say badly. Well, Koala, get comfy. On As your I bed? Lay into J.K. Rowling and rip her a new, verbally speaking, of course, rip her a new For fucking what? asshole. Well, it's not just about the fact that she's insulting, uh, insulted a lot of members in the LGBT community, is that she's very contradictive as a person. Um, she says one thing and then she'll say something completely different a couple of months later. Including her own name. Yes. <laughs> rolling or rolling. Um, not even that. She's very... I don't know if it's a... The word oxymoron is a word, but her behaviour is very oxymoronic, if you know what I mean by mm. that. Is... She especially even in her work, a lot of the, a lot she'll say something about her characters and then she'll completely contradict herself later on. J.K. Rowling is talented in some ways as a writer, but she will never be a Tolkien. She will never be George R. R. Martin. As much wonderful and as colourful as the Harry Potter universe is, J.K. Rowling just got lucky. There I've said it. She did. It was actually 
The only reason her book got published is because her publisher's daughter read the first draft yeah. Yeah. and it only went up to a certain bit in the first book. And, and I don't he, think she's that talented. She kept going up to her publicist father saying, yeah. Daddy, what happened to the boy under the stairs? Daddy, yeah. Daddy, every day. And eventually, um, he was like, well, if my daughter likes this. And he tested it on some other kids, I think. Yeah. Uh, like, focus group. And they loved it. Yeah. She's a good children's writer. Didn't you say You're right. Oh, she will on, never be on. a Tolkien. But don't forget that The Hobbit... Yeah. Was a children's book. Yeah. Lord of the Rings is for when you turn into a teenager. He writ them like that on purpose. Right, right. Like, like, just because it's a children's book, though, J.K. That doesn't, that J.K. Doesn't Rowling has written it for, I'd say, children to young adults, and it's good for that. But as a writer, no, she is not adult level. No. Well, she's not, written books that's under. Not, that's not what I'm saying. She has on. written books under a pseudonym. Right. Harry Potter books are brilliant. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disputing the quality of the books. Um, she's a good writer, but I, again, how can I describe it? Right. If you have the iPad and lock, and so, sorry to cut you off there, right? It's basically what I'm trying to get at is, um, say you was locked in this room for ten years, just bear with me. You, all you had was my iPad, and all I was providing you was food and what you you stayed in this room for ten years, and I said to you every day. I want you to write a story. It doesn't matter what it is. And every day of those 10 years, you wrote a story. I guarantee you, you will have a good day occasionally and come out the works, uh, come out with works that's equivalent to the works of Shakespeare. It's just, is it? Is that just luck? Is that just some hidden talent you have yourself? I don't know. That's not for me to personally answer. Exactly. So, but I but... just think J.K. Rowling does. She, she can be talented, but if you want me to be really honest, I just genuinely think she got lucky. If you know what I mean by yeah, that. She threw shit at a wall and one piece stuff. <laughs> yeah. But when it comes to J.K. Rowling, now writers in now day and age, a lot of them do try and be, you know, they're on social media or stuff like that. But with J.K. Rowling, she is a writer. She yeah. should not be trying to push all these opinions and stuff like that because it just keeps backfiring on her. Well, this I'm is... sorry. Stephen King uploads pictures of his dog. Yeah. It's not so much... <sighs> Is J.K. Rowling using the success of the Harry Potter books to give her a political platform? And if she is, that's that's a completely diff- different question in itself. Is she morally right to do so? What I mean to say, what's your personal opinion on it? Does George R.R. R. Martin spout all this shit? Mm, he has said, but I've, I've gone out... To be fair, I've gone out my way to go, though. He has said... But his works reflect that, though, that he's quite liberal. Mm. And, you know, the whole... I don't know if you know... I think you, you've you actually said yourself, mm. the White Walkers is actually a euphemism for global warming and how the world bonds together to fight the white, the menace of the White Walkers. Yeah, there's that, but also I think... And Game of Thrones is exceptionally political. The, Sorry, the, the problem with people putting something on Twitter is either she's been misconstrued for what she said. Yeah. She didn't mean it that way. Also, I think there's this real air and atmosphere... Pomposity. ...in the world right now of... Oh, I thought you were referring this to... This is my Rowling. opinion. And then the moment... Yeah. Oh, that's your opinion. Well, it's fucking wrong. Take it down. And then everyone will start attacking this person. It's like if I turn around to you now and say the left Twix is clearly better. But the right Twix. Yeah, exactly. It's... 
So that's her Exploring opinion. Exploring diversity through confrontation is it seems like for a lot of people that's the only way to yeah, do that. The only person that I think anyone has should even have the right to be mad at is Jeremy Clarkson because he's a huge dickhead. You seem more annoyed by no, Clarkson. No, I'm not annoyed. You are annoyed. I'm not. Your anger is a path to the dark side of the foot. Right, we may. I'm, I, I, if you don't mind me kicking off this Move one. Tiny bit closer. Sorry, if you don't mind me kicking off this particular segment, Clarkson's an idiot. And Enough I, said. I've accepted that at face value. So once you've accepted that Jeremy Clarkson is an idiot, nothing he can say afterwards can offend me because it's the words of an idiot. It's the words of an I mean, ill-educated man. He doesn't believe man. global warming is real. He's... Recently, the only reason we're bringing him up is he's really, really bad-mouthed Australia, saying they deserve what's happening yeah, to them. Yeah, pretty much insinuating the idea that Australian wildlife deserve what they've got because God's abandoned them. Yeah. Just think about what he's they saying They should die there. with all the other freaks, yeah. I believe his words were. Yeah, it's something along them lines. And if you don't believe me, listeners, actually look this up. This yeah. is not a lie. Now... I'm annoyed at that itself, but it's the words of an idiot, so I'm not taking it at face value. But... Yeah, that's true. But we've, we've had now quite a long rant segment about JK. We could probably go on about Jeremy Clarkson for a while. I, what... let's, let's have more lighter... Something no, I just lighter. Think, I, I, just, I, I just think it's funny bashing idiots. I just think it... But, because, okay. let's face it, we've just had technical issues, which I cut masterfully around. Absolutely. The entire laptop crash. I think I think it's got to be said, to be honest with you, Koala saved the day there. Can I, can, can I you did. sort of open I the get uh, curtain? I, get, I, I demand nothing more <laughs> than a, I'd say, parade, medals, a party that goes on for a week. A, a national <laughs> holiday would be nice. Yeah. But anyway, last I want to say about Clarkson, yeah, if anyone was offended by the, just dismiss what everything he says, because the man's ill-educated and he's an idiot, enough said. But yeah, again, Koala saved the day, though, because uh, the laptop crashed, but somehow we have retrieved all recording, yeah. everything we've recorded in this particular episode, so absolutely. So let's talk, because... We haven't done a podcast in a while, and obviously the Game Awards have been up. And um, during the Game Awards, yes, new consoles were announced. Yes. Have you seen what they look like? I have not. So okay. are you going to show me, I presume? I am. So this is the Xbox Series X. Not its full name. Apparently that isn't its real name. It's the Xbox something. Now this is a beast of a con. It's huge. What's that look like to you? A board cube. Now, immediately, the internet took to it and started calling it the Xbox fridge. <laughs> look at that. Oh, wow. Oh. Uh, um, like a monk. The yeah, Xbox so fridge. The, the Xbox has been... Oh. Yeah, the Xbox has been unveiled and um, a few things at the Game Awards. Like, we could go into it more, but you're not really into the Game Awards and things like that. No, no, go, go into it. Um, I am getting into it, so... We'll talk about that more, maybe the next Game Awards, like next year, when like, I've clued you up a bit. Yeah. Um, plus, if I mention something, winning an award at Game Awards, another series we do might be a bit redundant. Right, fair enough. Um, some things were announced. Um... There was a weird sketch with the Muppets. Really? Yeah, they were just sort of there. What, like Sooty and Sweet? 
That's not Muppets. Well, they are Muppets, but not the Muppets. No, they're puppets. But um, (laughs) I just saw. (laughs) There were noises. Go on, go on. There were a few games announced at uh, the Game Awards, including one that is for the next Xbox, Mm. and all we got was a trailer of um, it's Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice Two. Now. I've told you about Senua's Sacrifice Very, before. very briefly, yes. It's a game made to basically show uh, what it'd be like to live with psychosis way back when. Ah. It's got all this mystical element, or is it all in her head? Right. Um, and it didn't need a sequel, yet they've made a sequel. There were a few other little surprises. The people that made uh, Borderlands are doing a game set in a fantasy world. Yeah. So mm. there's there's some interesting things, but yeah, no, mainly the look of the new Xbox. And you are now going to start calling it the Xbox Borg. I'm just calling it the Xbox Fridge, to be honest. Yeah. It. it does look more like a fridge but than anything else. The main point I want to show with that is every time the Xbox has or Microsoft has unveiled an Xbox, and they're going, it's the new Xbox, instantly the internet has seen the joke in it, and Microsoft's gone, oh, fuck, we've done it again. They made fuck. the Xbox, and then they made the Xbox 360. Yeah. And then they made the Xbox One. Yeah. So people name that the Xbox, or the original is the X-Bone, then you've got the Xbox 360, and then the Xbox Box. Wow. And then you have, uh, they made an all-digital, the Xbox One all-digital edition. Um, People started calling it the Xbox Sad. Because it doesn't have a disc tray. I wonder why. <laughs> oh, and the God. initial, the initials, the Xbox One S. Yeah. All digital, so its initials are sad. Mm. It's the Xbox One X. The Xbox One sad. <laughs> and Microsoft through they they even made a trailer taking the piss out themselves a bit, yeah. where they just took the disc tray out of the Xbox One, <gasps> and not one of <laughs> not one person in this multi-billion. Dollar company. Turn around and said the initials of that spell sad. <laughs> oh, it happens though, doesn't it? It, it does really happen. Does. So, but anyway, there's there's my little rant. Um, Should we are a week late on this. We are trying to build a schedule, but over the holidays, we just wanted to spend some time, family, and um, Dancing Bear had a hangover that lasted for like a week, so I weren't even going to talk to him. He is like a bear whistle head. He yeah. beats me, people. He beats me. Um, King, don't say that. People, people take that literally, man. Yeah, because the funny thing is, it's not me that gets beaten, it's you. Yeah. When you upload videos about my say-so. I <laughs> say-so. Um, Should we mention, I know it's not really nerd-related, but the de- sad demise of Derek Okora. <laughs> I've got, I peaked. I peaked. I'm sorry. This is a wave. I, I might have to remove that laugh. Derek Okora died. He's now with the... The people he worked it, with. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Oh. But no, yeah, no. It's always sad when someone passes. I, I do apologise yeah. for my laugh. It was, it wants to, it, he was. It was obviously sad, but... For a time, he was a British icon. There's, yes. no, there's no yeah. going around It was that. just surprising as well. And I do love the show Most Haunted. I've got mad respects for them when they're not faking everything. But, um, no, yeah, Derek Cora sadly passed away. Yeah. Um, expect interviews coming later when we find a medium <laughs> to talk to him. 
Oh God, I've oh. got I've got to be really careful, you know. But when you said most haunted was when you insinuated it was a legitimate show, I had to look the other way, mate. No, it is. <laughs> In recent years, that's mm. why it's gone really shit and downhill because they've stopped faking everything. Really? Yeah, there's no orbs that appear in it now, like back in the day when yeah. every episode was a fucking orb. Yeah. There's no uh, medium with them anymore. There's no medium nope. at all with the them. On- so with Most Haunted, the only time they have a medium is once they've got past Yvette Fielding through yeah. interviews. Yeah. Carl Beatty, her husband, and um, the on-site demonologist. If he doesn't believe they're 100% yeah. real... They ain't getting past him. Wow. Because And he's the one that researches everything and he's clued up on everything. If there's possibility of a nasty spirit, because obviously religion and all that, he doesn't let him go. Things like that. So they, they have things in place now because they have been done over. Really? Mm. When did it get done over? Like, I don't, well, I don't like, know the history. By like Derek Akora well. being fake and they've had yeah. A, so yeah, no. And they've always got a sceptic with them that just don't believe anything. And since then... Even though not many people watch it anymore, it's a much better show to watch. Yeah. Because when something does actually happens, they honestly like shit themselves. But the first thing they do is now so oh, this has been thrown at me. Right, stop. How did that get thrown? Who threw that? Let's work this out. Yeah. So they do. They remove all possibilities. Yeah. Till you're only left with one answer. Right, it's one of them for me, if I have to be honest with you. I do think there is ghosts. I do believe in ghosts. However, that being said, I do think 90% of everything you see here in terms of mediums is people taking advantage and yeah. taking people for granted. I'm sorry, but I, I, I think it's people jumping on the bandwagon from a smoke without fire. That, something that was already true thing, but everyone's just jump, jumping in, into the bandwagon and taking advantage of it. Anyone could say they're a medium, and I'm sorry, yeah. anyone can. And but you do hear the, the stories of someone like rinsing someone, but maybe yeah. some people do have this connection to something. I, I believe people do have a talent. I, I mean, I think it's to look at it scientifically. Energy can't be creative, created or destroyed. No. It just goes somewhere else. Yeah. So well, who knows? Who knows what a ghost really is? Absolutely. Maybe it's a Cyberman from a parallel universe. Yeah. Maybe it is. <laughs> Do you remember? It's funny you should say... Derek Akora actually has a very, very cameo appearance in Doctor Who. Yeah, he does in that episode. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. why I I'm not it. needed anymore. <laughs> but oh, anyway, gotta love I Justin have Davis been... Joke. Are we signing? We are, we are going signing now? off. Okay. We do apologise for missing weeks. We are going to try and keep to a schedule, at least with the podcast. Did we and miss any weeks? Because we uploaded the Christmas one. Or you did We missed one week. We... Did we? Yesterday. It's Sunday today. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Are you uploading so, this tonight? I will upload this tonight. Okay. Apologies Sorry. for the late. We will try and keep up with stuff. We do have some interesting things coming up on the channel, as uh, Dante Bear nearly did say in his New Year's thing. If you, if you were um, capable of looking on your side. Um, now, when, obviously, he did make the comment about, you know, I would, like, take his balls. That's not true, ladies and gentlemen. I definitely don't have a jar with Dancing Bear ready on my mantelpiece and a nice surgical... Have you ever seen Misery? Yeah. Yeah. Kathy Bates. Yeah, don't try and run away again. (laughs) Don't run away again. So, I have been uh, Koala or just Tom. Whoa. No, we're signing off. We're not saying subscribe right now? Like, comment, subscribe, ding the bell. And I have been Dancing Bear. 
And as always, see you next week. See you next.